Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. There. Wherever you may lay your <coughs> head. I'm Thomas. And I'm Gabriel. And welcome to the Clean Sheet. Hey, what's up? How's it going? How is everybody? It's not the dirty blanket. No, it is not. That is disgusting, sir. <laughs> no cum stains today. No cum stains today, bud. All right, we have got a plethora of news for you today. Stuff, but metal news and personal stuff. But first, how was your day? How is everybody doing out there? Hope uh, the world's treating you well. Absolutely. Share this to your friends. Share this to anyone that wants to hear two two dumbasses talk about metal. Life, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty spot on. It's, it's, uh, it's gonna be pretty good. And if you got a bong, got some weed, take a spirit toe. Tell us, show us that you love us, and that you are fans. Take a, take a spirit toe. I know it is very soon to be talking about this, but I think soon I want to start a Patreon. At some point. At some point, I'm talking about within the next couple days, next couple weeks, because do this consistently enough and get people to listen to it and share it around then yeah we'll definitely make some money i'm not even worried about money that's not even my priority well my i know you're not is. but i mean it's 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 also nice to have an income you know what i mean it is i mean in times like this where shit's done from home that'd be nice um i'm not gonna expect it though i got other shit that i'd like to do make music true. That's true. That kind of thing. <clears throat> so Let's get into some news. Smoke some ganja. Shall we? We have enough right now. We do not. Then I guess not. So let's spirit get into toks anyway. Yeah, spirit toks anyway. Spirit toks. All right, so, let's get into some newsage. There were there were a couple things that I wanted to talk about before we got into the news. All right, go Mainly ahead. Mainly just opinionated stuff. Um, there were times where I said, you know, Ronnie Radke or Franz or Attila are you know, douchebags or have ego and I want to touch on that for a couple different reasons I don't think I made myself clear enough or why I truly believe in that um I definitely say that I um watched a couple of videos that you know touch on those points um with Franz specifically I think yeah he's he's cracked the business code a lot like um Fred Durst. He has cracked the business code when it comes to entertainment, because it is the entertainment industry. It's not the music industry. If that were the case, a lot of people would be, would be making money. Mm-hmm. But it's entertainment. It's entertainment. you got to stand out. you got to have a, a, a presence that, like, oh, we should pay attention to that guy. That's good marketing. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's really good marketing and really good um, you know, I understand what you're saying. Back to that thing. I'm also really stoned, so a lot of a lot of talking points are going to be a little skewed. Um, but specifically with Franz, he has um, he does everything that he wants, and I have this prediction that he's well, he's an asshole because of his social media presence. Not really, actually, an asshole, and that's what I've come to realize about Ronnie. Is that Ronnie does all his shit for publicity because that's what makes you money. It's not. That's why Falling in Reverse still makes a fuck ton of money, and that's why Attila makes a fuck ton of money. It's because they know how to market. That's why Limp Biscuit still—they're still fucking rich as fuck. Yeah. And Fred Durst in the in the media 
is a douchebag. Yeah, he is. And I bet you Trapped is rolling in fucking money right now, as much as I hate to say it, because people hated the vocalist. He's a douchebag on social media. He might even still just be a douchebag in general. I don't know. But what I know is that he attacked a lot of people for publicity, and I guarantee that. It's like, well, we have sound scan numbers and all this shit. Well, it's not at what everyone looks think, at, but now think- that he can find another alternative source of income or publicity that gets his name posted up You think C.J. McCreary pissed on that girl because publicity? <laughs> no, I think he just had a weird kink, and everyone has weird kinks. That is disgusting. Who likes golden showers? R. Kelly did it. Nasty. R. Yeah. R. Kelly, you're disgusting too. R. Kelly is because R. publicity. Nasty. And Justin Bieber did it to a mop, pissed in a mop bucket. And had someone mop said, "You should be thankful that I pissed in this bucket right here." He was drunk and high that 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 day, I think, or something like that. He was intoxicated. That is the greatest shit I have ever fucking heard. He said something like, "Justin Bieber, you're a gangster for that. You you should be thankful I pissed in this bucket." (laughs) Now mop that (laughs) bathroom. Fucking what, dude? Go back to Canada. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Alright. But realistically, with, with everything uh, said, yeah. Um, I don't think those people are assholes. I just think they know how to play their cards right. Now, do I believe that that's what oh, I, no, I, I want to do? I just agree Fuck that no. Justin Bieber is disgusting. So is R. Kelly, so is C.J. McPee. McCreary. McPee? McCreary. But they're not yeah. assholes, they're just smart with their publicity. That's it's what matters true. in the entertainment industry. Alright, let's get on to some business here. Yeah, let's get out of the morbid shit. Yeah, let's get on to some metal news. Alright, Chelsea Grin, you all love them and y'all know who they are. Tom Barber, fantastic person, one of my idols. So, Tom Barber has refused to play shows where vaccinations are required. This is coming from Metal Injection. By the way, shout out Metal Injection provide me great news. An article says Chelsea Grand vocalist Tom Barber has drawn a line in the sand to his concert promoters and booking agents. He noted that he would not be participating in any shows where a COVID-19 vaccination is required on entry. Now, I think some people may think, well, that's kind of stupid. But I kind of agree with Tom in the fact that I don't know what you're putting in my body. Yeah, you're going to tell me what you're putting in my body, but I don't know if that's true or not. And personally, as a person, and I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Tom feels this way. I'm pretty sure that's why he's doing this. You shouldn't be required to have a vaccination. Well, I mean, think about it this way. You can't go to school without some vaccinations. And I'm not saying that that's right or just, but that also ties into another news story I heard a while back. Um, a lot of punk shows down in Florida in that area, if you are not vaccinated, you are paying a thousand bucks plus for a ticket. Regardless. Yeah, that's true. And I like what Tom's doing because he's I think what he's doing is he's avoiding shows like that. Like that's not fair to anyone. It's not fair. 
It's not. So I'm going to play shows where if you're vaccinated or not, you're obviously going to be six feet of distance, but you're still going to have a good time because everyone needs to be there. And that's, that's important. Uh, Tom posted a message on his Instagram making things crystal clear. It said, in quotes from Tom Barber, if your country or state requires me to be vaccinated, excuse me, vaccinated to play a show, I will not play the show. No other members of Chelsea Wren have chimed in at press time to agree or disagree with Barber, but uh, it does say Barber joined. That's... Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Barbara joined the band in 2018 after leaving his previous Lorna. Lorna Shore. Uh, Lambgoat points out that Chelsea Grin were scheduled to tour the UK and Europe this winter, uh, where strict vaccinations require. Oh my gosh, dude. Where strict. Rec- <laughs> Basically, vaccination requirements are, 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 are high. Jesus Christ. Oh, no shit. Um, but yeah. Well, good on you, Tom. Uh, I, I can't, I don't have anything really negative to say. I think if Tom chooses to do that, uh, then Rise Records or whoever they're signed by should, you know, choose to follow that. That's a, that's, I think they should reasonable. That's a, definitely a reasonable request. Definitely. And uh, speaking of PP PP Sin Boy, on 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 that topic of you know sexual harassment esque things, Signs of Swarm, they have fired their guitarist. This is also coming from Metal Inject, and all the all the news that we're going to be reading you guys today is from Metal Inject. Uh, they have fired their guitarist, Corey Smarsh. Smarsh. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, apparently some sexual abuse and uh, assault allegations had come to light. So, uh, let's see what this article says. It says, Signs of Swarm, Signs of the Swarm, excuse me, have distanced themselves from guitarist Corey Smarsh after his formal partner accused him of assault and another woman came forward claiming he courted her when he was under when she was underage. Uh, his former partner, Jessa Devere, I believe that's how you with whom he shares a daughter, was the first to come forward with allegations of assault and physical abuse, claiming that Smarsh destroyed their apartment, assaulted her, leaving her bruised up during a separate instance in 2020. She also claimed that Smarsh convinced their daughter to falsely report Devere to child services in an attempt to gain custody. Wow. Corey Smarsh is abusive, regardless of the nice guy demeanor he portrays to everyone. I've had close friends tell me for months now that I need to bring this to light, and I've had some tell me that I'm protecting an abuser in the scene by being silent. That I need to go public. Who is this? Who is Saints? This is a huge statement. I'm not gonna read all that. Oh, that was Devere. That was his his ex-wife, or wife, or or partner at the time. Wow. Now that uh, that's the that's some shit. Disgusting. And there was wow. a cow that just mooed. There was a cow that just mooed. 
damn it. The joys that of being outside for a shit, podcast. Dude. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> that right there is disgusting to me. It makes me fucking mad, dude. Now, I can't necessarily... I don't know if that's true or not. Well, neither do but, I. But, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume it is just by, you know... How well she had worded her statement. I know I didn't read all of it, but what I did read... It's uh, worded in a way that's uh, more truthful. It than doesn't seem lying. to be a lie. It wasn't exaggerated. That was something that you, you, if you genuinely go through, you talk about it that way. Definitely. Without losing your composure. I think her bringing that to the That's good. I can't sympathize for anyone like that. You know, you're a piece of shit. If you like beating on women, and I think there's things that there's some situations where I personally believe that things were worded differently to make it, you know, a little more exaggerated, like CJ's saying this situation. But in the sense that, like, it, it did seem exaggerated, but also literally after it had all happened, you know, that kind of thing, like days after that's what happened, I would be a little, I'd be frantic as fuck too. So, I don't know the whole situation, and I don't know oh, both yeah. sides personally, but I do know that it's something that still disgusts me without proof. Right. Because if one person says that it did happen, and another person said it didn't happen, and these are the reasons why, it needs to be unanimous for me in order to prove it wrong. Right. On to the next subject. We are flying It's working pretty well, I can tell you that. So, system of a down. Faith no more. And Russian circles are announcing some tour dates. Yep. Those are That's exciting. Be, those are gonna be expensive ass concerts. I have not heard anything from System. Very long. There was some. There was two singles that came out that I've showed you before. Protect the land. Protect the land and genocidal humanoids. Yeah, those. Are, they were okay. What? Uh, yeah. They, they still sounded like system. They still sounded. Stop. Still sounded like system. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Not being able to talk today is a fucking. It's a curse when you're trying to do a podcast, dude. It's a fucking curse. (laughs) It's a problem. It's a problem. It is. Sometimes I just want to cut my fucking cat. Cut it out and feed it to the cat. Something fucked up. So it says, System of a Down, Faith No More, and Russian Circles have announced a trio of tour dates for California and Nevada this October. The dates precede all three bands playing with Corn and Helmet at the Bank California Stadium in Los Angeles. And it looks like those tour dates are going to be October 15th, Las Vegas, Nevada, T-Mobile Arena. October 16th, Fresno, California, Save Mart Center. October 18th, Oakland, California at the Oakland Arena. And then it says October 22nd and the 23rd at the Bank of 
the Bank of California Stadium with corn in, Hel- in Los Angeles. Nice. Get your tickets, people! You already know Get your tickets. They're these concerts are going to be complete bangers. You already know they're going to be. All these bands are great. Expensive as fuck, Yeah, too. they are, but you know what? definitely worth it. COVID's been... Speaking COVID on... COVID has kept everybody... Speaking on concerts... Locked up um, for fat minutes, so. We're gonna have to get around to going to see August this year. Yeah, I know. There's another concert date. October 12th. Uh, at least specifically Auburn, Washington. In Auburn, Washington, October 12th. August burns red. Era, like moss to flames. We're gonna be playing in Auburn. It's gonna be good shit, dude. It's the uh, leveler, the tenth anniversary leveler, leveler tenth anniversary. It has been decided. And I think trivia might guess on a song. I fucking hope so. Because Matt was on one of the songs, so I think he will be. That'd be awesome, dude. Get your tickets. And when he's not, and when Matt's not, all the tickets. When Matt's not playing guitar on stage, he's given his vocals fucking power it's it's awesome to see um if you see him doing uh live uh live shows without a guitar so like specifically he did one with um Volby I love Volby and Volby's pretty good he did uh I can't remember what song it was oh um Evelyn he did Evelyn with Volby and he no guitar, just he's just fucking letting it out. He's belting it. He's, he's playing guitar and he's doing vocals. He's got to focus on both. But if he's focusing on one, he gives it all. It's true. All right. Next subject. Next subject. Dream Theater. Ah. Uh. New single teases a new single called The Alien. I'm excited. It's coming out on the 13th, which is Friday. Dude, Dream Theaters, they do amazing work every time they do their music. It says Dream Theater recently announced their new album, A View from the Top of the World, to be out October 22nd. The band is now teasing their debut single, The Alien, on August 13th, and the article says it sounds pretty heavy. Touching on there that, is a preview. Like, there is a preview. I do want to. Let's get a little bit of preview in here. Quality went to shit real quick. That was nice. That was pretty damn good. That was solid. Okay, it says a view from the top of the world was recorded at Dream Theater headquarters, produced by John Petrucci, engineered and co-produced by James or Jimmy T, uh, James Meslin, and mixed and mastered by Andy Sneap. Nice. And Judas Priest. And uh, pre-orders will begin on August 13th alongside the new single. Let's go! All we know about a view from the top of the world so far, besides 
the below 30-ish seconds. It's that. It'll have eight-string guitar, and it's going to be a really intense listen that's filled with energy and excitement and positivity. Nice. That sounds like a fucking awesome roller coaster to be on, and I cannot wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. Gojira's new album is really fucking good, too. Definitely touched on some emotions that I haven't felt in a while. It's really cool. They're definitely evolving the, the progressive metal scene, that's for sure. Absolutely. I can yeah. agree with that very much. Um, so is Periphery, so is Polyphia. Um, Dream Theater with that album, it's going to sound like it's, it, that's going to revolutionize some shit. Speaking on Deathcore stuff, I don't know if you you haven't heard the new single from Brandon Sacrifice yet, but it's got Spencer Chamberlain of Under Oath. It's really yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, you showed me. Uh, Enemy. It's it's pretty nasty. That's some revolutionary shit if I've ever heard it. Under Oath plus Deathcore equals nasty. So on to some sadder news. In recent light, a very famous. Ex Slipknot member has passed away. I know it's old news, but I just wanted to touch on that for a second. Rest in peace, Mr. Joey Jordison. He very very influential person. Very amazing drummer. Uh, the way it ended with Slipknot, I think, left some of the the. After he had passed, I left some of the Slipknot members kind of shook. Because I don't think they ever, like, apologized or talked about what had happened after after Joey was fired. And I think in the next episode, we'll cover... <clears throat> we'll definitely cover some of uh, Corey's reaction, I guess. I mean... Like, if he had a statement or if anything is out there that, that he has said or come forth with, I would like to hear And we can, I can, I just I think they did put out a statement pretty recently, actually. I can't remember. But they did do a video. They did. They did a tribute video. It was fucking awesome. It was really well put together. It's sad, man. Key part, a key, key involvement had a key. You know, involvement and stuff. On. He left. You know, he, he had. Uh, he had this uh, problem, his nerve damage. Yeah. Where it could leave him paralyzed, and eventually it could kill him. Um, and he was. Um, the way he fought through that was. anymore. Fuck that. I'm gonna continue anyway. And he kept going. He kept going and he kept his leg strength up. And uh, that's why some of the sometimes you'll hear like when he's doing like really fast parts, it'll slow down in some like little bits and pieces areas. Because you know it's not as perfect perfect. 
but he's his hands and his feet together were just fucking cobwebbed. So, well, that's some morbid I, shit uh, for the day. Yeah, his spirit will live on. Those albums will never go away or ever go to waste. Yeah, Joey, we miss you. Rest in pieces. All right, and to to. No matter what, Joey will miss you. Absolutely. On to what there, my guy? Now on to a little, a little, a happier, happier subject. Happier subject. The top 20 best metal albums of 1991. Now, this is before I was born. I was born in 97. I was born in 99. So, so I'm kind of excited to hear and see see to, to, to see what we've got here and I don't know if they're in if they're in any specific order not my phone's okay so it's the 20 best metal albums of 1990 starting off with Armored Saint Symbol of Salvation I haven't either. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, the next one is Atheist, Unquestionable Presence. The next one is Cathedral, Forest of Equilibrium. Sounds cool as fuck. Next one is Carcass, Necroticism, Discanting the Insalubrious. Next one is Corrosion of Conformities Blind. That's a good album. That was good. I like Corrosion of The next one is Death Human. That one's another good album. That's a great album. Yeah, it is. The next one is Dismember, Like an Ever-Flowing Stream. Next is Entombed. Uh... Sorry, my son is Clandestine. Uh, the next one is Immolation, uh, Dawn of Possession. What's number one? Should be a number one. Nope, not yet. Up next is Mashuga's Contradictions Collapse. That's a good one. It is a good one. Fucking album. Heavy. Let's get a little. Let's get a little bit. A little bit. A little bit of. But, alright, well, then after that is Metallica's The Black Album. So their self-titled album. And then it's going to be, the next is going to be Monster Magnet, Spine of God. And then after that it is going to be Morbid Angels, Blessed Are the Sick. That's a great one. And then Overkill's Horror Scope. That's a good album. Overkill's a good band. Sound a lot like Judas Priest. Right after that one's gonna be Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tears. Great album. Ozzy's amazing. Right after that, it's gonna be Sepultura's Arise. Then Skid Row's uh, Slave to the Grind. 
Simple Thrills. That that album, Arise, is a great album. That, I think that one had Slave New World on it. Right after Skid Row is gonna be Soundgarden's Bad Motor Finger. That's a, a badass album. And then it's gonna be Suffocation's Effigy of the Forgotten. And then Unleashed, Where No Life Dwells. And I believe that's gonna be the last one. That was top 10? Top 20. Oh, top 20. There's 20. 20 albums, the best 20 the Best 20 albums of 1991. The 20 best albums of 1991. Yes. I'd love to get to that level someday. Right. That would be fucking cool. That would be amazing. I would love to be to be a, a legend of, of no metal of music craft. Definitely. I think it's definitely an attainable goal. And I think we can do it. Attainable. Yeah, it, it's possible. It's not probable, but it is something to shoot for, oh, it's and probable. I definitely do it. It's definitely probable. <laughs> you can be optimistic about those types of things. I think we could, I, I, I really think we could do it. Our talent is definitely, we've got the talent for it. Just gotta push and push and push. <laughs> Sir, we do. Even if I have to conform to something else to do it, I would get there. If I got tired of making metal music and all I wanted to do was just make butt rock, I would. Butt rock. Not kidding. Yeah. No, I it mean, makes I a mean, fuck ton of money. It and does. If I wanted to get to that point where I felt like, eh, you know what, I'm gonna try something different and see how it goes, and that made me a shit ton of money, I would do it. That, I mean, entertainment-wise, I'm not gonna go strip for money or some shit. You know, I'm not gonna do that. Why? <laughs> Why did I say that? Why do I say things? Why do I say things? Why do you speak sometimes, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, dude. About a 30-minute episode so far. That I think so... we've pretty much touched on everything we wanted to touch on. Yeah, we have, but... Uh... Got something else you want to say there, bucko? I mean, I don't have anything too pressing to talk on. I think uh, we've covered most of everything we wanted to cover. Yeah. Oh, no. You've been having some pretty crazy dreams lately. Oh, fuck. I forgot I was going to talk about that. I wanted to touch on that first, actually. One of the first things, but now is better time than ever. So, um, I suffer from really heavy sleep paralysis the kind that can kill me and I also have really really bad night terrors um, so those don't mix well at all. Last night I did have sleep paralysis and you were passed out and that's where the cats woke uh, me up. That's when I had sleep paralysis. I was awake when the cats woke I know and I was frozen. I was frozen there for a solid 30 seconds before I could do anything. So I um I kept having these dreams that I was being like abducted or probed or whatever, and it's weird because I like I don't dream about aliens like that, you know. It's really weird. And I got I excuse had, that sound by the way. That's just a vape. Yeah, I've done that a couple different times now. Um, so I I had dreams that. I was getting kicked out of where I'm living at right now and anxiety and you know, all that. 
having stuff like I had a car and I had a phone you know I had everything that I could need right now and it was all just stripped away from me all my family my friends you know all of that I was being isolated and outcasted that and the worst part was when I had to sit there and watch everyone succeed and I was no longer contributing to that that's when I woke up it was tough because I had woken up and thought I was on the street. Right. I realized I was sleeping where I was at and I was fine. And that's why I've been anxious the last couple days is because I've just been worried that everything's just going to fall apart again. And, I get, and that's why I've been talking to Max a lot. That's why I've been talking to Max a lot um, because I've been needing some guidance some ways to think about things that I have not originally thought. Yeah. And that's why I'm really glad that you know, being down here um, it's, it's helping me see things way differently and be a little more self-conscious of what I need to work on and how to not be selfish. And, well, that's pretty much the last thing I want to touch on. That was, uh, it was. They were really intense. They uh, they hurt when I woke up and thought I was dying. And they woke me up this morning, and that was literally after the dream of being outcasted. Because you were moving around and doing stuff, and that's when I woke up and decided to get up. It was a really... Fuck, dude, it's smoky out here. Yeah, it is. Oh, good fucking Oregon wildfires. Yeah, they're uh, getting bad again. Hopefully not as bad as last year. Oh, I, 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 I hopefully doubt I it. don't think, I don't think they're gonna get that bad. I doubt That's it. Why there's a lot of smoke? That's all you know, buddy. I think in the next couple months or so, we should go take the coast trip. That sounds good. Just go, go get a hotel and go stay by the beach or something. I don't know. Go camping. I don't care. I just, I want some, I want some time away from everything and to go spend time next to the ocean. I definitely think a coast camping trip is gonna work. I wanna, I wanna do it when um, summer's kind of dying down a little bit. So like probably, I would probably go maybe early October. Sounds good. It's either that or definitely get those tickets and fuck up the August and the rest. True. Either way, I'd be yeah. down for it. Yeah, absolutely. But that ends my portion of my of the podcast. What about you? You got anything? I ain't got nothing left. Uh, I just want to thank everybody. If you are listening to this, please share it. Please. This has uh, been a dream of ours for a long time to start a podcast and get music stuff going and be a part of the entertainment community I would say because I like sharing information I like sharing my voice I like sharing my stories I like sharing my music and I believe everybody needs to have a voice they should have a voice I believe people should have a platform for a voice and this app called Anchor is an amazing platform to get started 
amazing, and I yes. appreciate it. I very appreciate much. it for giving giving people a place to start talking about things. Absolutely, because most platforms it's convenient like this, and it goes yeah. and it goes everywhere. Yeah, it, it does. Most platforms like this cost a lot of money to even start, and I'm happy, you know, and that we could finally make make things start happening. Open our horizons a little bit. Like, I appreciate that. And on that, I thank you. And I thank you as well. This has been a great episode. One hell of a deep episode, and I hope that you appreciate and take some things from it. And from that, I shall sign off. Peace out, my guys. Adios. Adios.